Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. You guys, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. It is me, Troy McEady. And Kelly Williams. And you guys chose this episode and we're very excited to give it to you. It's going to be as messy as you probably would expect. But I pulled the blinds this week and I actually didn't even read all of them. I just was like pulling them. So it's going to be a surprise for both of us, which I'm excited about. I love when we do grab bag episodes like this because it could be anyone. I mean, I will say Kids Choice Awards. Maybe we shouldn't have read the dog with the blog blind because after that like we couldn't handle ourselves (laughs) i know what's so funny is i'm not even it's like on our show like you said last week like you would expect the kids choice awards to be like a tame one but like it's the opposite so that was probably the most rotted nasty award show and then like the more adult you get the more like chill they become but i don't so i don't really know what to expect from the oscars honestly Well, if you guys want to attend the Oscars Beyond the Blind style, we do still have tickets to our New York show and Boston show. We'd love for you to come if you can make it. It's the Oscars for us. (laughs) It's going to be very fun. We're answering questions. The audience screams at us. Everybody gets wasted. People leave with best friends. You might find a soulmate. It's like, honestly, you'd be doing yourself a disservice to not go. I mean, I kind of did find a soulmate our last live show, so. (laughs) You literally did. So I'm very excited. Do we have any more housekeeping before we do this? I don't think so, but merch, we may have some new merch coming, which means out with the old and with the new, and I'll just leave it at that. Yes, and happy holidays. And happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) So what is your connection to the Oscars? Was this like an award show that you watched growing up or did you you not, your family not care about this? My family did not care, but I still watched it. I've always loved a red carpet. So even if, you know me, I don't go to the movies ever. So even if I don't know any of the movies, I'll still watch red carpet, still watch the open monologue. But I don't mind. This is one of the few award shows where I don't mind it just being clips on like Twitter or TikTok. I don't Mm -hmm. think I need to watch the whole entire thing. Yeah, I agree. I feel like we're a little beyond it. It's like very 90s to want to watch the four hours, you know, in real time with the commercials and stuff is like crazy. Yeah. And the Oscars are always just so fucking boring. Like Golden Globes, at least they drink and have fun. I know. I agree. I actually think the Golden Globes is the closest to like the adult VMAs. I love the Golden Globes. And like those years where it was Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, nothing was better than that. Chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah, the Oscars was like big in my house. And we we also watched like we watched every award show. And I don't know when I think about the Oscars as like a young person, like to me, this was like truly like when I think of like the people, what I refer to as the People magazine era of Hollywood, like just old school, you know, believing everything, hottest hunk, like all that stuff. Like this to me is like the pinnacle of that. This was Mm -hmm. pinkies up, highbrow, respect everybody there, put respect on everybody's name. Like it was a huge deal. And it just felt so like, I don't know, it was like you would at that time sit and watch the five hours because it was so you know it was like a big deal to see Tom Cruise in the same room as like Angelina Jolie and it was like before we were tainted about celebrity so you could believe everything and I I do kind of miss that I don't know if I could ever watch it the same especially post me too yeah 
Oh my God. Yeah. Just really all of it. And I do believe that Will Smith truly slapped Chris Rock. I do not think that that was like planned by any means, but it's like, you don't need to have a TikTok viral moment for the Oscars. It's the Oscars. But I kind of feel like they've been trying to do that, whether it's intentional or not. Everybody knows that they need that moment of the night to make it the award show of the year. I totally agree. And to your point earlier, like the the red carpet, like, I don't know, to me, it was like the VMAs red carpet and then the Oscars. Like those were the two red carpets that really meant everything. The Oscars red carpet was its own industry, really. I mean, thanks to Joan Rivers, like, Mm -hmm. and I feel like we grew up in the peak, the best time for the red carpet. Like if you take the Oscar, like the ceremony out of it, the red carpet during the 90s and the early 2000s, oh, thank you to Joan is like, it was incredible who like who are you wearing and all of that was just so fun I know and even when women were like ask me more than who I'm wearing I'm like I get it but I also want to know who you're wearing right because it's iconic it is it is so iconic and even like Sasha Baron Cohen spilling those fake ashes on Ryan Seacrest I guess that's like a TikTok moment but that was just incredible yeah and it like Oscar moments used to really last like a long time in the press too mm-hmm. like you could have a whole, you know, like even something as simple as Celine Dion wearing her suit backwards was like a moment that lasted years talking about. It's actually funny. When I think of the Oscars, I always think of Halle Berry. Her yeah. accepting her award just is so imprinted in my brain. Just something about the Oscars always makes me think of her. My person that I think of for whatever reason, I don't know why, is Cameron Diaz. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I just always remember like loving Cameron's take on like Oscar clothes. Like, I'll never forget this year. I want to say it was the Oscars that she like put a necklace around her waist as a belt. And like everybody thought that was so crazy. You know, and it was like, I don't know. I just I miss the old days, you know. And I used to love the Kelly and Regis day after the Oscars and they would, oh. they'd get all the winners still wasted from the night before. Oh, my God. Yes. And then Oprah would do like the big all of the people who were like you know, the Oscar darlings that year would go on Oprah and talk about like, you know, what they, what happened, what the night was like and, you know, what they did after the show. And, oh, that was also so exciting to be like, it would make, cause it was like pre-social media. So it made you feel like you were like with them, you know? A hundred percent. So all of those are opinions and everything from here on out is alleged. So we start in 2003 and this is a page six blind. Which Oscar presenter got carried away backstage at the award show? Onlookers watched open mouth as the star hit on a younger Hollywood hunk who has been falsely rumored to be gay. The hunk tried to let the star down easily, telling him he was waiting for his girlfriend and looked, quote, very uncomfortable with the advances. (laughs) And we're starting out with a bang. (laughs) That is the king of the Oscars, John Travolta, and the hunk being Keanu Reeves. Poor Keanu. What did he call her? Adina Menzel or whatever? (laughs) Adele Dazim. <laughs> Adele Nazim. And then he just does that smile like, yes, I know. And then he like, remember when he like sensually kissed Scarlett on her lips really slowly? Fucking John Travolta. Poor thing. We're now in 2006 and this is a Ted blind. It had to happen. Toothy tile, your toast. You've been so damn taken with the breathless watching of whether or not you'd maybe just maybe decide to come out of the closet. You think you'd keep your fans on edge of their slippery seats forever. Think again, because girlfriend, there's a new gay in town. Meet Crisp Lisp. Okay, and when you find out the reveal, the Crisp Lisp is like there's a new gay in town. (laughs) Crisp Lisp is kind of like the perfect name for this actor. And he's way cooler. Actually, new isn't quite the word to describe CL, but more on him in a sec. Let's face it, T2 was going to be dethroned as king of the closet one of these days. Everyone is already bored. I mean, come out or stay in. It's your call. But the way Toothy prances about, never really making any statements that give us something to chomp on, is just plain aggravating. Yes, I'm much more impressed by Crisp Lisp. On Oscar night, he attended one of the hottest ticket bashes in the damn town, and he didn't go alone. He was with his date, a very nice, shy dude. Two made no secret that they were on a romantic outing. And by this fetching factoid, I didn't mean to imply they were sucking face and groping each other. I mean, 
Tara Reed, CL, is not and never will be. Rather, Chris and his paramour just kind of chilled, held hands, whispered low, gazing longingly into each other's bedroom eyes, blah, pre-poke behavior, blah. Sure, everyone knew what was going on and that this is pretty much CL's first foray into serious gay relationship territory. I want to wish CL luck. And even though Crisp has detractor or three in town, well, who can hold a grudge against new love? Oh, and if you think you've seen Sihan at a lot of high-profile parties lately, you're right. And that's Jonathan Reese Myers. <laughs> he was one of my first crushes when I was younger. I love that. He's like very beautiful. Really, any man with what I would consider pillow lips, what as I, as I lovingly refer to them, like his his lips are what the girls think that they're getting when they go get their faces botched they want to look like him absolutely (laughs) and he's kind of a bad boy yeah he's got like a bad boy look like he could easily play scar in like a live adaption of the lion king which prize-winning author and hollywood director once spent a post oscars party together locked in a bathroom and drinking champagne naked in the bathtub while complaining about their film's leading lady who won that night instead of them so the prize-winning author being Bill Condon, the director being Rob Marshall, and they complained about Catherine Zeta-Jones. So they sat in the bathtub with champagne and bubbles and complained about Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> the only way to complain about Catherine Zeta-Jones. <laughs> We're now in 2007, and lucky me, I have another Ted blind. <laughs> in the lottery. Aren't the Oscar noms fun? Not to mention friggin' and secretly sexy, huh? Closeted fruits, discreet lesbians. Out of the total number of about 177 artists nominated three days ago, Gay Power Unites within those selected for potential Academy Awards isn't too exciting. Only problem is now, these partic gay men and women are most likely totally lying and dating members of the opposite sex to extend their careers, Selfish mother effers. So don't expect any thanks to homo partners up at the Kodak podium should these gays win, whatevs. Therefore, lies potty puss Priscilla (laughs) and live in today's blinded badass report. It involves duplicity and damning words. Two of my favorite things to report on in Hollywood besides errant erections and heavy bosoms behind bathroom stalls. See, Miss PPP is on the very public one hand, telling folks how mucho honored she is to be acknowledged by the Academy. Then on the other hand, not so private, digit set P3 is busy blasting the unseemingly rat race of a doll. She considers the whole Oscar showdown a sham as if we are all grain hounds chasing a rabbit she said to amigas privately now isn't it sweet too divine really that miss p's all but certainly going to come on that stage come oscar night giving the best artistic showing of her career as in pretending she's actually humbled by all this academy award nonsense oh i should tell you something in case you sense any bitterness on pris babe's part That's because she is. Snarky and snide, that is. Think she's going to have gotten these brass sucker jobs more often. Oh dear, shouldn't someone tell Priscilla Darling that expectations will not only put lines on her deceivingly sweet face? And that's all to say Penelope Cruz does not fuck with the Oscars, but will accept one. I guess Blanca is wild. (laughs) He is a wild person i'm obsessed i I also feel like he names every female celebrity priscilla puss something yes everybody's priscilla (laughs) oscar time means pre-oscar parties and pre-pre-parties well okay hollywood does not need much of an excuse to party however at one party this actress who married above herself never let her husband get more than three feet away some would say she was just affectionate, but it got to the laughable stage very quickly when she kept trying to interject herself between any woman who dared to speak to her husband. The only time she was alone was when he was in the bathroom. She waited by the door after escorting him there. I mean, you can't blame her. It's Melanie Griffith. <laughs> I would imagine a lot of people are trying to fuck her husband. I mean, come on. And then there's an explain is from Holy Moly. Penny for the GAC. Post-Oscars, which duck-faced actresses was spotted having an heroic struggle with a huge line of cocaine artfully displayed on a table at the Roosevelt Hotel. Luckily, her nose was equal to the task and devoured the lot, resulting in much applause from her entourage. So that's Cameron Diaz being applauded for being able to snort a big fat line of cocaine. Good for her. (laughs) That's why I think of Cameron at the Oscars, exactly. (laughs) We're now in 2008, and this blind item is from New York Daily News. And just a reminder, 
If we don't give credit to a blind, it comes from crazydaysandnights.net. NT Lawyer writes them. He also has a great Patreon you should sign up for because we don't share the information from his Patreon because that's behind a paywall and we don't think that's fair. But we do promote it on a regular basis. <laughs> right, right. Okay. <laughs> Again, 2008, this is from New York Daily News. Which recently single actor who may or may not be mentioned on this page was celebrating Oscar night by grabbing any woman who walked by and enjoying a big old joint in the corner of the party? And that's fucking Sean Penn. Did you see what he said about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock? I don't remember. He was just like, I think he should have been put in jail. That is violent. I'm like, Sean Penn, you tried to kill Madonna. Yeah. And you've tried to kill paparazzi too. So like. He held a paparazzi off of the balcony by his feet. Like, Sean Penn truly thinks that everything he's done is right in this world. He's insane. He's so sick. This is from Lainey's Gossip. Eggs in public. At an Oscar party on Sunday night, he's been drinking, she's been nagging. Turns into a huge, embarrassingly loud argument about the most personal of matters. She wants babies, he doesn't, and they proceed to yell at each other about it in front of a large audience. Ugh, and that's Harrison Ford and Callista Flockhart, and it says that it was verified by Lainey. I used to love Callista Flockhart, and I feel like she just went into, like, Portia de Rossi seclusion. Yeah. Like, she was so major. Like, she was the Oscars. Yeah, you're right. Like, she was huge, and everyone talked about her no matter what red carpet she was on. Yeah. I wonder if, like, her being the per like the face of, like, being too thin in Hollywood, and, like, that's all people ever really talked about, made her just want to not be involved anymore. And is she still with Harrison Ford? They're still together, right? Yeah, so she's weird. Probably busy helping him doing whatever he's up to. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> this is from Underground Buzz. It's Oscar winners versus Oscar nominees. First, the ladies. This winner and this nominee filmed a classic movie together but haven't spoken in more than a decade. The winner takes this feud so seriously she won't even speak the nominee's name. In the corner of the men, this winner is angry that this nominee took a jab at his second career. The nominee is trying to launch his own second career at experience of the winner. So the women being Whoopi Goldberg being the winner and Oprah Winfrey being the nominee. And for men, Jamie Foxx, the winner, and Terrence Howard for the nominee. I mean, I'd probably take some shots at Terrence Howard if I was Jamie Foxx. Me too. This is from page six. Which actor snorted cocaine in the bathroom during an Oscar party while a slimmed down stoner actor smoked pot outside with pals? Is that like so shocking? So Sean Penn did coke at the Oscars and Seth Rogen, who, by the way, sells like gorgeous pot accoutrement. I mean, nobody's shocked that Seth Rogen is smoking weed at the Oscars. We're now in 2010. Which 2010 Oscar nominee has thrown a fit about the gown she was supposed to wear? When she got it, it was a t size too small and she flipped out thinking she had gained weight. She went on a rampage and almost fired the assistant who gets her meals. When she found out the dress was too small, she refused to have it fixed and called the designer on the phone, telling them she thought of them as incompetent. Now her assistants are scrambling to find a new gown before she claims yet another victim and that is my personal queen, Anna Kendrick. Of another victim. God. <laughs> this is from Blind Gossip. While most of the folks at the Academy Awards ceremony were very happy to see and be seen on yesterday's telecast, one man was quite uncomfortable with the seating arrangement. When he arrived yesterday, he actually made some quite some quiet inquiries as to whether his seat could be changed. What was so unusual about the request was that while most people want to be placed as close to the stage as possible, he volunteered to be moved back a couple of rows. Unfortunately, as camera angles for reaction shots had been set well ahead of time, Oscar organizers were unable to accommodate his request. He spent the entire evening with a rather strained smile frozen on his face. What caused all the discomfort? Well, it's because the woman with whom he had an affair with was sitting close by. His wife, who likely doesn't know about the affair, didn't seem to understand what the fuss was all about and roundly chastised him for being unhappy with such prime seating. Frankly, we would have enjoyed seeing a cat fight between the two women, both of whom are well-known actresses. So that is, and this is why Melanie is uptight about leaving her man. So this is Melanie Griffith and of course Antonio, and he allegedly had an affair with Cameron Diaz. Do you think it was on the set of voice acting for Shrek? 
Oh God, that's so sinister. Do you think he is the puss in boots? <laughs> I guess that's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Cameron does have the what do you what would you call it? Like people think she steals men or whatever. So I don't know. This next blind is also from Blind Gossip. There are a lot of post-Oscar balls to attend, and most stars were on their very best behavior. However, there were some after parties where some of the nominees really loosened up. One actress in particular made the rounds of the formal parties with her husband, then attended an after-hours party without him. At 3 a.m., while her husband was at home fast asleep, our actress and her tongue were apparently wide awake. She was spotted making out like crazy with a certain up-and-coming actor in a cozy corner of the party for more than 10 minutes maggie gyllenhaal and sam worthington this next blind is very silly this is from blind gossip as well at one of the oscar after parties one of the nominees slash winners was talking to an industry exec about a home renovation project he casually mentioned that he was having a floor to ceiling pole installed in his bedroom the exec asked if his wife had ever taken pole dancing lessons, and Oscar Guy laughed and remarked that his wife was far too conservative to even think of doing such a thing. The pole was being installed for women who were hired to entertain the couple in their bedroom, and then stay to engage in additional exercise with the couple. Sounds like the wife isn't too conservative after all. And that's Jeff Bridges, okay? <laughs> Makes me a little uncomfortable. We're now in 2011, and this blind is from Blind Gossip as well. These two female celebrities are approximately the same age. Both have starred in multiple films, have been married more than once, and have more than one child. They also share the same religion in some significant business contacts. You would think that with so much in common, they must get along, right? The truth is, these two absolutely can't stand each other. They both have big egos and are desperate for attention. At a big post-Oscar party, they were very careful to stay on their half of the room, each holding court with their fans and refusing to even look at each other. The tension was so thick you could cut it with a knife. Demi Moore and Madonna. This next blind I'm very excited to read because it's just hilarious to me. This is also from Blind Gossip. While many people use Oscar parties as an opportunity to network, this well-known film actress just took it to a whole new level. After a few drinks, she started getting very bold in her approach of directors who might be amenable to hiring her. Even though she is only in her 30s, she is concerned that her offers are going to slow down as she ages, and she wants it to be known that she is willing to do whatever she needs to do to continue to get cast in good projects. To that end, she would walk up to a director playfully... <laughs> She would walk up to a director playfully, throw her arm around his shoulders, and pose the following question. So, who's a girl gotta fuck around here to get a good job? Fortunately for her, more than one director answered me. Gosh. Cameron said, I go to the Oscars to fuck, okay? But also to find a job. Yeah, it's not working. <laughs> this next blind is a Ted blind. <laughs> In the name. Oh my God. Oh God. Bay Oil Tush will also be on hand for the super exciting Oscar Sunday. Cannot wait. But the thing is, Faye, who's so busy reheating his career, has gotten overwhelmingly caught up in the A-list projects he's totally busy with that he's completely forgotten that we'd all prefer to be gossiping about his kinky on-the-floor activities. So don't forget to have fun with all that podium banter you've been so busy with lately, Faye. That's Tom Cruise. Not Faye oiled tush. Good. I feel like we've dabbled with Tom Cruise, but I'm ready. I think I'm finally ready for a full Tom. Me too. And I feel, you know, listen, I, I feel like we can take on the church. <laughs> if they come after us, I feel like the Leah Remini will jump out and we can do it. Scientology has nothing on the church of beyond the blinds. Exactly. <laughs> they take that as a direct threat. Which is literally us too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this is also from Blind Gossip. This is going to be fun to read. This celebrity feud has another round coming up in the next couple of weeks. In the competition for Oscar party guests, this diva has scored a small early victory over her rival. The diva sent out a super early invitation to this very popular singer and secured her commitment to attend her pre-Oscar party. Diva then instructed several of her other guests to do everything possible to keep the singer at diva's party all night. The plan includes bribing the singer's driver to fiend an engine problem once they have arrived at the diva's party. Diva wants to prevent the singer from attending the party of her rival, scoring points for the diva's popularity, and very effectively ruffling the feathers of the rival, whose anticipation of the arrival of the singer all night will end in bitter disappointment. 
So that is the diva being Madonna, her rival being Elton John, and the singer that they're fighting for being Lady Gaga. And I feel like we should talk about the fact that, like, as much as the Oscars are a big deal, the celebrities who throw Oscar parties is, like, a huge part of this every year. And I feel like Madonna and Elton John are the two celebrities that throw the most, like, consistent parties. Like, you always hear people either end up wasted at Madonna's house or wasted at Elton John's house. And they always fight over which celebrities will go because then they want to do photo ops at their party with these people. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think I realized how big the Vanity Fair party was mm-hmm. until Justin and Selena walked it together the first time. And everyone was like, they showed up at the Vanity Fair party. Yeah, it's major. And it's also like the Vanity Fair party has its own where Elton and Madonna may not have like a step and repeat or like a carpet like the mm-hmm. Vanity Fair party has like a very important carpet. And it's like your post award show look. For sure. And I know we talk a lot about like the Met Gala and how we'd love to be a fly on the wall. I would rather the Vanity Fair after party for the Oscars than the Met. God, same, 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 same. Because you can do more. Yeah, because photographs aren't allowed after like a certain time. I think that they have one photographer who takes like strategic pictures and then there are no cameras allowed. Yeah. Oh, I would pay big money. (laughs) So we're now in 2012 and this is from Janet Charlton. Hollywood could be gearing up for the next big divorce. This gay couple has been together a long time and they've already started a family. They seem like the picture of happiness. Here's the surprising part. The less famous half of the pair is cheating with a 20-something Midwestern stud. He flies the hot young guy around and puts him up in hotels and sneaks out to see him when he's not parading around with his happy gay family. During Oscars week, he spent every spare minute with his muscular man. So that's either Neil Patrick Harris or Elton John. This is, again, from Blind Gossip. This woman, who we are all confidently predicting will never be nominated for an Oscar, used to be on a very popular TV show from which she got the boot. Frankly, she deserves to be fired. She just wasn't very good in her role. She is taking the dismissal very hard. Even though she is on another television show, she really thought that her new role was going to be her break into big time. In an attempt to drown her sorrow, she drank her way through more than one Oscar party in the past week. Although she is not a small person, of course, they have to say that, she couldn't handle her alcohol and she couldn't keep it together. She tried unsuccessfully to muscle her way into conversations with power players in the hopes of landing a job. Unfortunately, nobody wanted to talk to her and she wound up leaving drunk, discouraged, and annoyed. And that is a Khloe Kardashian in a very different world because I just, I mean, the way that people use, like, this is what, 2013? I feel like that would not be the case now. No, I that was probably the same year that song came out. It was like, shut the lights off, turn a Chloe into a Kim. I'll never oh. forget that lyric. And I was like, that's so mean. They're talking about her talk show, right? Yeah, yeah. Cocktails of Chloe. See, here's the thing. I think that Chloe would be a great host. I think that she would be a better podcaster. Or didn't she do Fashion Police for a little bit? I wonder if they're talking about her doing Fashion yeah, Police. She did do that. And she did the X Factor. yeah. She tried. I just don't think it was ever the right gig. Like, I think that she's a great talker, but like her talk show was so convoluted and it was in a weird, like a house that was supposed to look like her house. It was a set and people would walk through the quote front door and have a drink at her quote bar. It was just too much. And I think one of like the worst things is when Jenna Marbles was on it, because I used to love Jenna Marbles. And she pulled a card and she was like, explain white privilege. And Chloe was like, you don't need to do that here. And she's like, no, if I don't explain it, then that's white privilege. Right. I feel like after that moment, everyone was kind of like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I forgot she would try and get like conversations going with like a lot of people. It'd be like Snooki and Mm -hmm. Jenna Marbles and whoever. It just didn't, it didn't work. No, I do think Chloe should be a podcaster. If any celebrity should have one, it's her. I don't think she can do it anymore, though. I think everyone just sees how fake the Kardashians are. Yeah. Whether they support them or not, that's a different question. But like they can see through it too much. Yeah, I get that. Oh, wait, she did do that. She had a radio thing. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm i not familiar. I'm an idiot. It was on Sirius XM. I'm so stupid. Ignore me. This next blind might be my favorite blind of all time. That I've ever read. (laughs) 
This former A-list pop star who used to always be at the top of the charts broke her marriage vows two nights ago because she wanted to have sex with one of her television idols. The fact he has not had a hit on air since she was an early teen didn't stop her. Apparently she watched the teen drama every week and was not going to miss out on a chance. And that is Michelle Branch and Luke Perry at a pre-Oscar party at the Avalon Hollywood. And that is nothing but respect. Yeah. A Michelle Branch blind. That's fun. Can you imagine getting a chance to sleep with like your teenage fave? No. I've <laughs> thought about it many times. Ryan Phillippe. Hi. If only I was one of his daughter's young friends, maybe I'd have a chance. We're now in 2014 and this is from Blind Gossip. Lots of celebrities attended Oscar parties yesterday. Oscar winners and nominees preferred the big parties like the Vanity Fair party over the Governor's Ball, while music types gravitate more towards the Elton John party or Madonna's party. Among the party guests yesterday was a well-known reality star. While some of the lesser celebrities were happy to meet her and get their photo taken with her, some of the bigger celebrities gave her a wide berth. (laughs) I've never heard that term before. Oh my God, I'm going to prepare to hear me overuse that. Two of them were a singer and an actress who are friendly in real life, who were chatting on the other side of the room with a few other people. Someone representing the reality star came up to them and said, quote, reality star would like you to come over and take a photo with her in 10 minutes. The singer and the actress both politely declined, saying that they were in the middle of something. After the rep walked away, though, the singer and the actress burst out laughing over the invitation. The singer told the group, Come over to her in 10 minutes? Oh my God, she thinks she's the star of the event. The actress shook her head and said, the day I purposely walk across a room to take a photo with her is the day my career is over. That's iconic. So the reality star being Kim, the singer being Lady Gaga, and the actress being Jane Fonda. I don't believe every blind that we read, but I can hear Jane Fonda speaking those words. Probably directly to Kim. (laughs) Really loud. (laughs) That's hilarious. Hi, Jane Fonda icon. In 10 minutes, come over to me and find me for a photo. Girl. She's like, I've been to jail. (laughs) She's like, you're wearing shape ups right now. I'm not walking over there. At this after party on Sunday, these two Oscar winners alternated between making out and two really intense arguments. Apparently he wanted to leave and she couldn't because of what was happening. But when he said who he was going to meet, she left with him. Or more accurately, five steps behind him as he yelled in the phone for a driver, Charlize Theron and Sean Penn at Madonna's after party. This is from Lainey's Gossip. It's hard to stay up. Every time he's gone up, He's always come back down. It was thought that that was only because he was young. And now with children and a devoted wife, he was supposed to be able to hold it together. So far, sure, but just barely. There were signs before Christmas, but during the holidays, he injured his back on a ski trip. This was not widely discussed and kept out of the press. Painkillers were prescribed. The big move was pushed back. Cocktails were consumed in combination at events. No one remembers he actually went to rehab several years ago. Still, So far, he's functioning, and things are great with his wife. She really tries to take care of him, but she's not always with him. When he's out on his own, it gets messy. There have been times lately where he's been so drunk that he's the dude passed out on the couch when everyone else has gone home. Either that, or he's the dude who's all over the tall, attractive model type at the Oscar party that his wife decided to skip. Oh yeah, that happened. It keeps happening. They were talking nose to nose. He gave her the full charm, a quote, later on was definitely implied, while everyone around him just shrugged. Because it's not the first time, and it's not the last time, it's a secret they're all expected to keep. Not because he doesn't love the mother of his children, because he does. He really, really does. But between the pills and the alcohol, he loses control of that side of himself that's been held in check for too long. Oof, that's dark. So, of course, I'm sure you've guessed that that's Ben Affleck. Those parties must be so weird for him. Yeah, and also, like, whoever he was talking to, I just assume the way Ben Affleck, like, flirts, he just leans in real close and goes... Let's get out of here. Yeah. That's it. I hate these things, don't you? Yeah. I'm just a normal guy. You know, I love my Duncan. (laughs) It just must be weird because he's been like an award show darling for so many years with different women. Like Mm. he's always been expected to be there with either Gwyneth or Jen or whoever, you know? And was that the year where I think it was at the Oscars, he like wrote a note on his hand and he's like, yeah, my daughters wrote this for me to give me some like encouragement. I was like, I know that's sweet, but also it feels sad. Yeah, he just is. He's sad. He's a he's got a sad like cloud around him all the time. 
He reminds me of like a mopey zoo lion. Oh my god. Is that too mean? <laughs> oh, he's sad. He's got a dark energy. What is what do people call a dark passenger or whatever? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're now in 2015, and this is a Mr. X blind. These two ladies, one a B-minus list, mostly movie actress, and Oscar winner slash nominee who's been on TV a lot lately. The other, a former A-list rocker, an all-around train wreck, went into one of the bathrooms and emerged a lot more energized. Gee, I wonder what caused that. Strange thing is, they both say they're sober. And that's Minnie Driver and Courtney Love, and I, I would like to clarify it says snorts. That's why I did that. <laughs> I appreciated you for acting now. We're now in 2016. And I just want to say that I, you know, we have read this blind before on this podcast, but at the time I read it in a mean way. And now I want to read it as a person who is uh, a fan and a friend. Okay. At an, a pre-Oscar party, this married A-list producer made it very clear that his B-list singer, Ingenue, was his latest conquest. Apparently, she wants a career in movies and he is going to make it happen. His wife must be so proud. And that is Harvey and Lana Del Rey. And I just feel like the the Harvey of it all really just followed her in a really, really, really fucked up dark way. I was going to say, I'd like to hear your thoughts as like a Lana fan now. Like mm-hmm. now, I know you said you look at it differently, but like how so? Well, because I used to be so crass about her. I was just so like, you know, she fucked her way to the top. Like I was so chauvinistic about Lana Del Rey. I don't even know why. I don't even know what I had against her. But now I look at it and I'm like, you know, she's just as much a product of the Harvey machine as anybody else. But she chose to incorporate that part of her life into her art in a weird way. Whereas like, you know, people like Nicole Kidman and Gwyneth Paltrow decided that it just didn't happen and it didn't exist. And we don't talk about it. And, you know, I, I'm not the Harvey darling or whatever. And I'm not saying that it was her way of admitting it, but she just like incorporated it into her art. And like, I think that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. we're now in 2017. Network actress slash writer on an ensemble show to the same thing in her own show to wanting to do movies but telling people she still wants to do her own show is in love with the guy she has wanted forever. They went to a recent big, big event together and she thought they were good, but he's still seeing any woman who remembers him from that one good role. And that's Mindy Kaling in Loser, BJ Novak. He's a loser to me. Is he still famous? I mean, he still fucks because he was Ryan in the office. That is wild to me. That's like some really millennial core shit. He's fucking all millennial women. No doubt. For sure. <laughs> when they took it off Netflix, he must have been like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I know. He's like, I hope the USA Network is still running it. I will say though, I do not think BJ is the father of Mindy's kids. I don't think so either. I just think that it's convenient for people to say that, but I don't really believe it. I don't know who it is, but I don't think it's BJ. Yeah. We're now in 2018. This selfie-loving A-list model tried to get naked for an official type photo from an after party, and they were having none of it. When she later tried to do a topless selfie thing at the same party, they warned her they would be kicking her out if she tried it again. And that is Imrata trying to take nude selfies at the 2018 Vanity Fair party. Sometimes some of the things... Emily Ratajkowski does makes me feel like a boomer like that blind I'm like why girl (laughs) (laughs) listen I cannot say I just know myself and I can't say that if I looked like Imrata that I wouldn't be like I would be a complete I'd be black snake moan (laughs) I would literally be a maniac that would need to be chained to a radiator so I can't blame her This foreign-born A-plus list singer tried to bring in a dozen people to this after party. After 20 minutes of trying, he had to settle for three being allowed in with him. The remaining nine all jammed inside one SUV and hotboxed the hell out of it until the A-lister returned. That's Drake at the 2018 Vanity Fair Oscar party. Three ladies, including number one A-list dual threat actress who was an Academy Award winner nominee and A-minus list dual threat actress who was an offspring and had a great television year. We're standing in the foyer talking very quietly. About that time, this foreign-born A-list mostly movie actress walks by, says a quick hello, and walks away as she cuts a very obvious fart. We've seen it all now, people. We have seen it all. This is a fart blind. Yep. She ripped one. Ha <laughs> ha. She ripped one and kept on walking like she didn't notice. The stunned ladies didn't know what to say or ignore it or what. Then number one pipes up and says, quote, why hold it in when you can share it with a friend all three ladies burst out laughing like kids 
They quickly return to the auditorium, but through a different en entrance to avoid the jet wash. Oh, Lord Jesus. So the number one lady being Viola Davis, the second lady being Laura Dern, and the third being Emily Blunt. The thought of them all laughing together about a fart is amazing. Is it saying that Emily Blunt is the one who ripped a fart too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And Viola Davis was the one that made the joke. <laughs> oh my. And I could picture Laura Dern loving that. Yeah. That is so, that's the exact group of ladies that I'd like to be with at a, a party like that. Because Viola Davis is so serious, but also so fucking funny. She's so funny and so goofy. And she like, is chill. Like she like watches reality TV and stuff, you know? We love her. I know. Club fed Mr. Hedge. This A-list CEO just had a key person leave his company very abruptly. Very key person. No mention of a successor or transition period. This is almost unheard of for that particular position at such a large publicly traded company. The very recently departed employee held the position closest to some alleged financial wrongdoing. If he has talked to the feds, it will unravel very quickly for the A-list CEO. Then again, almost every key department head underneath our CEO has jumped in just the last few months, like rats off a sinking ship. The CEO and his actress ex-girlfriend were spotted at the same pre-Oscar party. Both the CEO and his ex took a clear friend as their date, yet avoided each other like the plague. So that's Elon Musk and Amber Heard avoiding each other at a pre-Oscar party. And now would be a good time to let you guys know that this episode is sponsored by Fume. Cold turkey may be great on sandwiches, but there's a better way to break your bad habits. We're not talking about some weird mind voodoo from your crazy neighbor or some spell that you order online. We're talking about our sponsor, Fume, and they look at the problem in a different way. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of drastic, uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Fume is an innovative, award-nominated device that does just that. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural, Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Your Fume comes with an adjustable airflow dial and is designed with movable parts and magnets for fidgeting. Give your fingers a lot to do, which is helpful for de-stressing and anxiety while breaking your habit. So for me, I've talked about how now I'm now alcohol-free, and I've noticed when I go out, it's a lot of like hand-to-mouth stuff that I need to pay more attention to. And as much as I love soda, I can't drink seven sodas while I'm out. So I bring Fume and I just kind of bring it to my lips. I really like their flavor inserts. I really like the mint one and that's the one that I bring along with me most times and it's also fun to fidget with so if I'm nervous about drinking I just kind of mess with the fidget spinner that's attached to it and I love it. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard but switching to Fume is easy enjoyable and even fun. Fume has served over a hundred thousand customers and has thousands of success stories and there's no reason that can't be you. Joy Fume in accelerating humanity's breakup from destructive habits by picking up the journey pack today. Head to try fume.com and use code blinds to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfum.com and use code blinds to save an additional 10% off your order today. We would also like to let you know that this week's episode is sponsored by Factor. With the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. With chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Are you too busy this fall to cook, but want to make sure that you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping and prepping and cleaning up too. While still getting the flavor and nutritional quality that you need, Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Then get back to crushing your goals. Adjust your stride this autumn without missing a step. Choose from 35 plus weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never frozen meals that promote a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences all ready to eat in two minutes. Level up with gourmet plus options as well prepared to perfection by chefs, and ready to eat in record time. Treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. I've told you guys many times, 
moving to New York City has completely de- like depleted my need, want, and ability to cook. I feel like I don't know how to cook anymore. I used to love being, you know, pretending to be on Chopped in my kitchen. It was like a stress relief, but I don't want to do it anymore. I live in kind of a small apartment. I don't really love turning on my oven. I'm becoming one of those New Yorkers that put sweaters in my oven. And you know what? It's fine because I can still have fresh, like they said, never frozen meals that are actually seasoned. I know that I say this all the time, but I find that frozen meals taste like frozen meals and these actually don't. I'm amazed by the fact that after it's heated up, it tastes like I actually cooked it myself, which is amazing. You can't beat it. Head to factormeals.com slash blinds50 and use code BLINDS50 to get 50% off. That's code BLINDS50 at factormeals.com slash BLINDS50 to get 50% off. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. So we pick back up in 2019. This Disney actress is not even old enough to vote. She's still A-list on that channel, but to you, she is probably B-list for what you've seen her in outside of it. Anyway, she was doing coke like a pro last night at a big event. And that's Rowan Blanchard from Girl Meets World. She was only 17. And I feel like if we looked more into like Rowan Blanchard, it would be really dark. I agree. I think it's so strange... Obviously, like the cast of Boy Boy Meets World isn't friends with Ben Savage anymore, but they made it a point to be like, it was weird seeing young actresses jump into 35-year-olds' laps. Yeah. And they made sure to put that age, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, and like to me, like this is, I mean, this is like the the cornerstone of our podcast at this point, but like I think Ben Savage is such a perfect example of, you know, an abused victim becoming an abuser and how like that is just how Hollywood creates people is like, they teach you young that it's it's acceptable and it's okay. And then by the time you get old enough, you're doing it to people and teaching them. And it's why this has been happening since, you know, the, the 20s or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. There were some questions whether this permanent A-plus list designer was going to attend this still biggest party. Apparently, several employees have been talking to a reporter about sexual harassment at the company that either involved the designer or that he covered up. So that's Tom Ford. And I'm going to be honest, I have been waiting years for somebody to, I don't know, expose Tom Ford. Not that I like know so much about him, but like when you look at Tom Ford's campaigns and the people that he hires, like he is the most overtly sexual designer, I think that exists. Like all of his campaigns are some version of like a woman being cummed on, but it's glamorous or like somebody like riding a dick, but it's glamorous or like, it's just wild. Like it's, it's like a sneeze away from Terry Richardson to me. For sure. And his movie that came out, I never watched it with Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal, I think are in that. But everything I heard was, it was just some weird, like rape fantasy, hate women type of movie. Yeah. Like Tom Ford is doing some weird shit at his house. I'm just going to say that. This A-list presenter last night is closeted to the general public, but she was all over her female companion at multiple parties last night. And that is Brie Larson. We're now in 2020. 
This A-list actor slash host, who all of you know, was at a party and was confronted by a woman who lit into the actor for what he did to her last summer and how she didn't know he was married. It was really uncomfortable, especially for the actor's wife. So that's James Corden being con- ew, being confronted at a party. Ugh, imagine sleeping with James Corden. Ugh. James Corden would spit on you and not even like hesitate. <laughs> also going back to brie larson when i was thinking of the oscars i thought about how she didn't clap for casey affleck when he won the oscar and going through all his sexual assault allegations and i almost wonder if that's what like blackballed her from hollywood like making such a statement to like the affleck boys you know Right. At an award show where they're already dealing with so much shit and trying to pretend that Harvey Weinstein wasn't the king of their little shindig every year. This former late night actor turned back in the day movie star paid for his date to join him at the Oscars. Chris Kattan. I feel like he's a very sad guy. He is sad. If you guys have not ever read about it, please read just Google Chris Kattan, Lorne Michaels, and he has this really crazy story about how Lorne Michaels used to pimp him out to people, to, like, women for, like, business deals, and he would, like, do it. And I just, and that's one person. I can't even imagine. That's really weird, you know? And I wonder if he just did it with the guys. Yeah, I know. Because, like, I don't know what Lorne Michaels has done to Pete Davidson. <laughs> and we don't ever want to know. Well, yeah, we do, but, you know. <laughs> later. Later. <laughs> later. Yeah. You can always count on this illiterate actress to give you the goods if you get her talking. She talked last night about her two-time co-star from one television show. I wouldn't put them in the same room for a year or two. And that's Megan Mullally and Deborah Messing. And post Will and Grace, like the stories about Deborah Messing on set are crazy. That she was just like this treacherous, mean, evil person and was like torturing everybody that feud hurt me when i found out about it (laughs) i know you would never ever guess like you would never know they do so good at pretending that they like each other this next blind i just want to read it because a lot of people love jason sudeikis (laughs) speaking of former late night actors this one was a no-show at a party but his longtime girlfriend was there They were supposed to go together until he didn't come home the night before because he said he was passed out drunk. What he didn't say was who he was passed out with. Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. At a pre-Oscar event, the current and former beard of this A-list mostly movie actor with two movie franchises under his belt got to meet. The actor loved the attention that it got, and that is Chris Pine, Annabelle Wallace, and Sophia Batella. This one I actually didn't know about. The feud between these longtime acting slash writing slash producing partners continues. They were supposed to do an event this week, but the big shot out of the pair bailed, saying he was too busy for that type of thing any longer. He is turning into a pretentious Hollywood asshole. And that's Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele. I can see it. Yeah. I don't think that many, or not actors, I don't think many directors outside of like, maybe like Ari Aster. I can't think of many people who did one movie the way Jordan Peele did, and then immediately became critically acclaimed, top of the top, A-list, A++++, you know, everybody's so excited for every single thing he does. Like, he, out of the gate, had a massive step up from being, like, a C-list comedian to the A-plus director. So I could see that going to your head. Yeah, that's true, for sure. And Keegan-Michael Key, I like him to a point, but all his, like, yelling jokes, really, like, you don't need to say him louder for me to laugh. Right, You don't need to scream it and you shouldn't have to repeat it. Those are the rules. Mm -hmm. We're now in 2021. This is the only blind from 2021. This former A-list reality star, all of you know, took it upon herself to make this actress feel very welcome. Very, very welcome. To the point where everyone wondered whether the future husband was going to be gone very soon. And that is Paris Hilton, Maria Bakalova, and her obviously Carter being her husband. We're now in 2022, and this is a kindness blind, which we desperately need. Yeah. Speaking of very kind actresses, this A-list actress is an offspring and is set to eclipse everyone in her family very soon. Outside of one party, our actress must have stood around and taken photos with fans for a solid 20 minutes while the people with her went inside. And that's Maude Apatow. Aww. This illiterate actor peaked at A-list when he starred in an almost network hit show. He is on television now, but on a show that is not nearly as popular, and he's closeted. And last night was flirting with a waiter very hard at one of the biggest parties. They exchanged phone numbers and a quick kiss. And that's Chase Crawford sharing a quick kiss. 
My sweet boy, Chase. <laughs> At the magazine after party, this back in the day, a minusless actress who was a mainstay in romantic comedies was reminiscing about the permanent A-list actor mentioned in an earlier blind. She said that if you wanted to get those roles, then you would have to sleep with the married actor whenever he asked. Even if it wasn't a movie he was going to be involved in, he would make a few calls and get you in the movie or kicked off the movie. She related the story in a resigned voice as if it was just part of the game rather than being overly disgusted by it. And that's Kate Hudson speaking about Denzel Washington. Interesting. It might have seemed like a good idea to someone at some point, but it turned out to be a very massive flop for the a minus actress from an acting family in the skit slash song she decided to do with this Grammy winner at a big party. She really does have next level thirst. Could someone please give her a home improvement show and put us out of our collective misery? <laughs> <laughs> and that's Zoe De Chanel at the 2022 Vanity Fair Oscar party. I don't know anything about her performance there. I can only imagine that she talked like this the whole time. <laughs> and she had a tiny, teensy little ukulele. <laughs> At one big early in the evening party, a spy said that this married b plusless actor who comes from an entertainment family and has zero chance of ever being that high on the list in said family was doing coke and making out with an actress who was not his wife. Fascinating. But wait, there's more. Later that evening, he went to a different party with his wife in different clothes that didn't smell of perfume and sweat. And that is Evan Ross allegedly cheating on Ashley Simpson at the Elton John AIDS Foundation 30th Annual Academy Awards viewing party. I'll be reaching out to Ashley. <laughs> this actress slash drug addict slash muse reminds me of when Lady Gaga had to start wearing dresses of meat just to keep ramping up the buzz. One day she realized that she had to stop sharp jumping and be herself. The actress slash drug addict slash muse has no real talent, so we'll never learn that lesson. As one spy last night put it at a party they both attended, she's fucking annoying. That's Julia Fox. I'm personally obsessed with Julia Fox, but I understand that she's polarizing. I like her a lot. The girls that get it, get it. <laughs> oh, I feel like you, have to, you either get it or you don't. This next blind is from the Vanity Fair Oscar party. She hardly comes out to Los Angeles any longer. She's pretty much set in stone in New York City. She has never had a lot of friends. The massive NDA she signed makes it difficult to get to know her all that well. From what I understand, she spent all day Saturday steadily drinking and alternating between Bloody Marys and White Claws. She was a mess yesterday and the makeup artist she hired for yesterday bailed when the actress overslept. So a last minute replacement was found who said the room would have exploded if someone lit a match because of the alcohol fumes and they were that intense. Last night she showed up to parties and put on a smile, but no one who saw her said she actually looked happy. Poor Katie Holmes. Wah. This B-list celebrity has a very famous last name. Somehow, she was invited last night to the show. After the show, she discovered her husband had slept with a TikTok star who was also in attendance. And this is alleging that Nikki Hilton's husband, James Rothschild, slept with Addison Rae. I bet a lot of men, like, especially guys, I would say specifically, when they see these, like, TikTok people like Tana and, like, Addison Rae showing up to events like this, they just assume that they can, like, sleep with them. I almost feel like TikTok is the new yachting. I agree. Like, even the guys, I don't really know the guys' names, but the one with the smile and dimples that's always around, he dated one of the D'Amelio. I hate that immediately when you said dimples, I said David Dobrik. I don't like that. I feel like even Noah Beck, like the way he's treated, I can only imagine he's like a piece of meat because I know he wants to become an actor. And I feel like they're not going to make it easy for him to become an actor. I agree. And I feel like they all, all of those people think that they have to do, especially the guys, they all think that they need to do these like really overtly sexual, really intense photo shoots and stuff to be taken seriously, like as fashion people. And I just can't, I mean, you know, I can't imagine what, because they don't have, they're TikTok people, you know, they're not in quotes, real famous people. At the magazine party, this foreign born a minusless comedic actress treated all the help like crap. She's really turning into a not nice person. And I have heard that Rebel Wilson is one of like the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry, but the nerve. <laughs> the nerve and the gall. Speaking of magazine parties, the powers that be were fawning over the assaulter and his family and telling him how much they loved him and his family. And one even said they totally understood the violence 
The family then sat for a photo and it was really tone deaf by the magazine. So that was, of course, the 2022 Vanity Fair party and they're referencing the slap. Yeah, I'm really, I gotta be honest, I'm really not, I, I, I don't know if I can take any more Jada news at the moment. Yeah, her and Taylor Swift can just kind of like for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. This extremely wealthy B-list comic slash actor was doing his best to hook up with a member of these singing sisters. He would not stop talking about how much money he has. And that's Nick Kroll in Alana Heim. Much to the chagrin of the boyfriend, this permanent A-list singer was invited to the magazine party, but chose not to attend. Apparently the boyfriend tried his best to come without her, but the powers that be said no. So that's Britney Spears and Sam Asghari. We're probably going to talk about this in the pop culture episode, but Sam is also on my last fucking nerve this week. Really, really, really trying me. So if you didn't listen to our pop culture episode, everyone, go back and listen. (laughs) Yeah. Now we're in 2023. This current acting Oscar nominee was hitting on women at a party this week who definitely did not appreciate how aggressive he was being. And he's really lucky he wasn't kicked out of the party. And that's Paul Mescal at the CAA pre-Oscar party. What do you think of him? Because I know everyone on Twitter thirsts over him very heavily. And I don't get it, but I'm just curious if you do. I mean, it's rare that I don't get it when it comes (laughs) to lusting after a man, as you know. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I can take him or leave him. Like, I'm not not, like gagging over him, to be honest. I kind of don't get it either. This north of the border actor facing multiple accusations of sexual assault and assault of minors might be having the allegations rug swept by the streaming channel and by some pre-Oscar parties. The magazine and the singer both made sure that they rescinded his invitation through the big post-bash parties. So that's Percy Haynes White, and it's talking about Netflix trying to cover up his shit, and he attended the CAA pre-Oscar party. At least for one night, this north of the border actor and his equally as high on the list wife were back together. At this point, though, they're more like roommates and the actor lives in a guest house. And that's Joshua Jackson with Jody Turner-Smith. And I guess I wasn't shocked by their divorce. And then I forget, like, not everyone reads blind items. And I'm like, of course they broke up, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Joshua Jackson, my God. He seems really terrible. Yeah, he seems really terrible and very, like, dark. Like, he seems like the kind of guy that gets real weird and dark in his house at night. Can't wait to do an episode on him and ruin him for people. (laughs) Speaking of strange couples, this longtime A-list actor who always plays a version of the same role in every movie in which he stars was really pushing the narrative that he and his actress girlfriend are crazy happy with each other and that she wanted the world to think that they were engaged. This relationship has been force-fed before everyone's eyes And the actor's good guy image would be tested if anyone bothered to look at the timeline of their relationship. Yes, they met on a movie. Yes, they filmed out of the country and hooked up with each other. Yes, she was still married and announced her separation only after filming was completed. And she thought she was about to be busted. So that is Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz filming Pussy Island. This former host turned media mogul who wants his empire even larger hosted a big party last night. He kept bragging that the wealthy bookseller would be attending. Nope. The bookseller hit up other parties, but not our mogul's party. And that is Jeff Bezos not going to Byron Allen's party. This celebrity offspring might be the public girlfriend of the A-list actor who had a big year. He is unlikely to repeat, but she is hooking up again with the foreign-born model who is back to being sober. And that is Kaya Gerber, Austin Butler, and Miss Cara Delevingne. It's been way too long. And this is the final blind item. This A-list actor who is still best known for the cable show and not much else thinks he has his booze problem under control if he stays off hard liquor. Yeah, but if you're drinking two bottles of wine at a party by yourself, is that keeping it under control, John Hamm? <laughs> John Hamm is another one that I'm like, he when he's wasted, you know that his breath reeks of whiskey and he's close to your face. He thinks he can fuck everybody. He makes annoying jokes that you have to laugh at because he'll keep going. Like I just, ugh, he makes me... And if you don't laugh, he'll stare at you and be like, what, you didn't find that funny? Yeah, like, I feel like his character in Bridesmaids is like a version of him. For sure. Unfortunately. I need to ask you, are the Oscars rotted? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they're meant to be, you know what I mean? For sure. You don't get all those Hollywood elites to like sit there and not be rotted. 
It's almost like the award show that I feel like represents Hollywood the best because it's like glamorous and it's expensive and it's diamonds and designer and but underneath it is Cameron Diaz doing giant fat lines of coke on the table and asking who do I gotta fuck around here and like people having sex in bathrooms like the underbelly of it is disgusting but it's like presented pretty I do feel like this is the closest thing we have to like old Hollywood it's still Oscars night 1000% I agree yeah it's still like holding on to like how we used to look at Hollywood they're the last people to realize that we don't look at Hollywood that way anymore I they still don't get that by their ratings either because like nobody watches the Oscars anymore either. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that was the Oscars episode. That was um, that was fun. I love these mailbag episodes. Me too, me too. And just remember, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you get all episodes early plus an extra episode a week and you get to vote on the last public episode of the month. Yeah, and the vote is always a really fun cat fight to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a mud wrestle. But with that, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to rate, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. We appreciate you so much. We love you very, very much. We cannot wait to swaddle some of you at our show. I'm very, very excited. And yeah. Bye. Bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.